Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die Hard Minute, where every day, Monday through Friday, movies by Minute hosts talk about one minute of the greatest Cars movie, well, maybe besides Cars, the 1988 John McCarrion-directed movie, Die Hard. I'm Mike Carlucci of Return to Oz Minute. And I'm Thomas Howarth of the soon-to-be X-Minutes, the soon-to-be Fantasy 80s Movies Minutes, and previously known for Never Ending Minute. Uh, always known in our hearts. <laughs> hey, you can still buy <laughs> Never Ending Minute merchandise. Plug, plug. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're here today to talk about Minute 73, one of my favorite minutes. Oh my gosh, you guys, I had so much trouble. I have like five references that I wanted to do in this intro, and I couldn't pick one, so I'm just going to get straight into it. Minute 73 starts with Dwayne being told, we're ready, and ending <laughs> with the car being sent in. <laughs> this is, uh, oh, it's an audio the... delight. <laughs> now, am I the only one that thought <laughs> Captain Jean-Luc Picard here when he says, kick ass? <laughs> so yes, there's I just heard Jean-Luc saying, engage. the response to, we're ready. And Carl's face, Al's face. I'm sorry. I can't kick the habit of Carl Otis Carl. Winslow. It's been too long. Oh, yes, and, he's Carl to all of us. And it just starts this whole bit. And so my favorite thing, I think of this entire minute, is when Al says, they're shooting at the lights. And then his face. When Dwayne goes, they're going after the lights. It is, it is a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that man should have an Oscar oh, this just is... for that face. <laughs> this minute is oh all him. God. Like if this, if anything epitomizes his role in this movie, it's, it's this so minute. Well done. And so it's like, oh, I'm gonna focus and on the... that. But then everyone is being amazing this minute. And then, okay, so. This guy's obviously good at his job. Why, what do you you guys think are his reasons for not being promoted above whatever it is, Sergeant, that he's doing here? Oh, I mean, could he be one of those guys I who mean, just really wants to stay on the beat, doesn't want to be chained to a desk all day? I could see that. I know personally I had issues in the military with being a little overweight. I always kind of skirted the edge, and it actually kept me from being promoted even though... I did the job of people that were higher up than me, but because I was overweight, I didn't actually get to wear the rank. And, and in my mind, I want to I want to relate with him so badly <laughs> that that's why I think that he's I mean, not promoted. Wrong. I can't. It's weird because I feel like the stereotype is the opposite. I mean, he's kind of a sarcastic guy, <laughs> and his boss is sort of a jerk. I think that's until until Dwayne is gone. I don't think Al can get promoted. Yeah, Al's, Al's got a bit of a mouth on him, and he, he probably has a hard time keeping it in check. Yeah, so. this is him being good. <laughs> so <laughs> that that feels fair. Um, we also get um, Uli cheating on Crunch Bars. Did you guys catch that? His wrapper is now a different no. type of candy. I believe it is a Mars bar. It's the Mars the almond. We saw earlier in the store and the color of the wrapper, <laughs> but... Okay, I'm sorry. I, You know what it is? It's because I don't like almond that I keep leaving that out every time. 
Um, but yeah, so he apparently reached back into that case and got another candy bar. Decided to switch it up a little bit. Now he has a Mars bar. Ho, and ho, these, ho. And these guys are still not moving in cover <laughs> two by two formation. They're, they're just kind of meandering in at their own pace, ducking yeah, a little bit as they go. We, we have a shot of a Christmas tree, which made me realize that our minutes have not been very Christmassy. Um, other than Theo's theatrical reading. <laughs> um, but we got a little bit of that, and then we get what really should have been my intro to all these minutes. And now I'm so mad I didn't think of it, because we could have we could have even used the cool hyperspace noise after instead of Chewy Punch <laughs> It, we have Mike Burn It! <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, this is full of, of great one-liners, and... <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was to go with a blowtorch in this situation. First of all, that door would not be that hard to pick. I've watched Supernatural long enough to know you can pick a door in like three seconds. Well, they try to pick it first and it doesn't work, which is when they call the blowtorch. But I I want... Yeah, that's that that's not believable for me anymore in, in today's age because I've seen too many people well, pick and locks. Well, my thing is I want the in my movies team to and have TV shows. tools than everyone you've ever seen try and get through a door. They literally... Exactly. And you're telling me they had nothing that could break yeah, that glass? they tried to pick a lock and then melt a lock. The door is made of glass. Like, I don't... Well, see, we're, we're used to, at this point, we're used to the comic book movies. <laughs> and as we learn from The Incredibles, there's a lot of money that the government has to pay for the collateral damage. SWAT team here, they're protecting that glass. They're, they're like, okay, okay, let's do this. Minimal costs. We don't want to get charged for, you know, breaking the door, even though we're saving them from terrorists. Like, And it's so refreshing right. to see him just... You know, whipping out the tools to to pick the lock, because you know, you know, now it would be a computerized lock, and you know, Theo would be there, or there, the cops, Theo would be there with uh, you know Livingston Dell. They roll him out, and he's got a little handheld thing, and it's you know, it's do beep boop beep, and then you know, oh, I cracked it. All right, so Mars Bar's eaters down on the the first floor, right? Yeah, he makes a hand signal. With his fist, and somehow <laughs> that translates to guys thirty floors up to shoot the windows. No, so how no, does no, that no. work? So he makes the hand signal to Dirty Harry, who is actually Eddie. Uh, <laughs> things I learned from doing this podcast. Um, and what I like is kind of the implication because we see him do that, and that's when I believe you hear. That's when it cuts to Hans, where he says. Where he's saying over the walkie-talkie, don't be impatient, just wound them. I cannot do the amazing way that Alan Rickman delivers that line. But it is another delight of this minute. And I I like the idea that Hans knows his guys well enough to realize, like, okay, as it gets closer, they're going to be getting ready to go after the SWAT team. Remind them that we're still in the stalling pattern. And so he says that over the walkie-talkie. And I I think that's what triggers where it's like, hey, let's do Oh, no, that... Don't be impatient, just wound, wound them comes after shooting the lights. Yeah, that's after shooting the lights. Mm. He makes that hand signal, and all of a sudden, 
somehow 30 floors up, they know that that hand signal that he made that was completely inaudible meant to shoot the glass out. I think we're victims of the movie's editing. I think two different things were happening at the same time, but because we saw one and then the other, we are uh, assuming causation. So I'm just saying, it's what it looks like on my so, screen. <laughs> so, Mike, you think someone down below is, like, crying when that window shatters? Like, oh, that's so expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're supposed to be saving the window. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we've seen how Dwayne operates. I mean, the guy's a loose cannon. <laughs> uh, but Dwayne apparently does not recognize panic fire. When he, well, it's not panic fire, oh. but... <laughs> So is is Dwayne the uh, the head uh, SWAT guy he here? He is Mr. Suit amongst the police. Paul Gleason. Okay, of, who's the head SWAT uh, guy of Breakfast Club? Uh, right. I don't. Who's the head have... SWAT guy? All right. Well, now you're going to know that I do my cast listing after I record these. I don't have his name. I <laughs> I found the guy that's between him and Dwayne in a previous minute, but let me see. All right, well, we'll call oh, him yeah, SWAT leader I'm Totally legit, as far as my notes go. <laughs> so SWAT leader guy is totally confused about what's actually going on here. He's bad. He's not good. Now, luckily, he has a line, so hopefully I'll be able to find him quickly. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm loving his accent, even though he's terrible at his job. <laughs> <laughs> That's what really matters is a good it's accent. It's just the way he says it. All right, so this is Captain Mitchell. Uh, when you okay. have a line that uh, iconic, it does not take long to Google and find you. Uh, Mitchell, uh, which is the only name associated with him that I can find, is played by Matt Landers. And uh, does he have anything big? Uh, Die Hard and Die Hard Oh, he was in uh, Commando starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is linked to this movie. <clears throat> Things I've learned okay. from listening to prior Die Hard minutes. Um, I believe this started <laughs> out... Well, I've heard conflicting things that this started out as a sequel or a version of... Yeah, to Commando. Commando. But yeah, I'm just trying to see what else. Because Brewster's Millions... Journalist at Rally? I, I don't really know how big a... And he was in two episodes of Family Matters. <laughs> now we know how they're He connected. was a robber in the 1992 episode RoboNerd 2. Oh, so that must be when uh, Steve made the uh, robot. Yeah, so, so after Die Hard... And, you know, the events that we'll witness later this week and other hosts will witness in the next, in the coming weeks, uh, he falls on hard times, you know, leaves the force and starts a life of crime. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, Mitchell's Mitchell says, Mitchell says, uh, there's laying down panic fire. They can't see us. And, all, and right away, Al's face starts twisting. He's like, no, you idiot. Reginald Bell Johnson shall teach then, you, young Padawan. The, the subtle way he says, they're shooting out the lights. And then, pew, pew, lights go out. They're shooting out the lights. 
Oh god, and even the way Paul Gleason says, they're going after the lights, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, he says it like it's his idea because <laughs> yeah, he's he that is. guy. <laughs> like, you idiots, they're going after the lights, it's... don't you know? Because he's the only one that actually heard um, heard yeah, him say Chewy. that in the we background. Might re- need to replace the uh, negative axis on the power converter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it makes me so happy. I mean, it, it, it's so sad, but it's so good. And the leadership is here. Is, nobody what knows who's actually in charge here. What is the chain of command here? here? Because after um, this happens and Professor Snape shows up over the walkie-talkie, they're arguing <laughs> over pulling back the SWAT team. I Wait, Pull them back. I, no, they're almost done. Pull them back. I really no, would have thought done. that Dwayne outranked Mitchell. But maybe because they're Mitchell's yes. guys, you know, like he's specifically the SWAT team guy. So right. he overrides Dwayne, even though he's outranked technically. That's the only right. thing I can think of, because it makes no sense that those two are arguing over how to proceed. Now we get the line. Uh, Mike, this one's on the car. Channel your Massachusetts. <laughs> I can't. I can't do his accent. <laughs> The car. the car. Send in the car. Oh. oh god. And oh my gosh, the music jumps up and we get this awesome headlight coming into view. We have we're we're gonna see this amazing vehicle. That, that's the end of the minute. And then, <laughs> and then the movie. Oh, the you imagine if that's where the movie ended. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's now called the car. <laughs> And then you go to a, a montage of all the times the car has been called. Call in the car. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so so in one minute, we get Paul Gleason, Reginald Vell Johnson, Alan Rickman, and Matt Landers all delivering iconic, beautifully crafted lines. Oh, definitely. They're going after the lights. And maybe it's because I did a podcast with a guy named Mike, but I'm also going to give a little (laughs) shout out to the SWAT guys calling in Mr. Blowtorch. (laughs) Yeah. And Uli gets another snack. I mean, this is a perfect minute, guys. (laughs) Snack. Anytime there's snacks in a minute, you're doing good. (laughs) Even if they change and there's no no, continuity. I I really, truly... (laughs) choose to believe that he stole a second candy bar. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty far Probably. down that crunch bar last minute. There is absolutely no reason he didn't reach back and grab a Mars bar with Allens as well. <laughs> He's, I can see it now. The movie actually is going to end 20 minutes down the road when he has a stomachache because he ate too much candy. Yeah. And he was yeah, lactose intolerant. To this is a continuity error between candy bars. There are two different candy bars that he consumes. <laughs> This week, <laughs> I mean, I can swear this was a Christmas a movie, not a before he Halloween reaches movie. The, the rest no. of the crunch. Like, oh, so yeah. you're, you're saying he was casing the case? <laughs> oh man! So you think he did he like choose what order he wanted things in or what? <laughs> oh yeah, he was planning out his meal for the evening. First, I'm going to start with a crunch bar. And then I'm going to soften it up a little bit with the Mars, but not too soft. It's got to have almonds. 
Now, <laughs> you guys are making fun of this being a Christmas movie and Halloween and candy bars. I will say, in my family, the joke with my cousins is, it can't be Christmas until we've had red and green M&M's. They have come to every Christmas True. Eve of my life, as far as I can remember. <laughs> so, I, you know, maybe he just has some family tradition we're missing out. Did, does anyone else have something like that? Like a weird, like a candy-related, but not Halloween tradition? And, like, Easter chocolate. I mean, I'm technically, I'm technically still eating Halloween candy, oh, so... Wow. You have a lot more self-control <laughs> than me. My Halloween candy is gone. <laughs> Do you know how much candy a three-year-old oh, pulls that's a good in? Point. No, I do the thing every year where I'm like, we have to get a bag in case we have trick-or-treaters. We live in an apartment building. We never have trick-or-treaters. <laughs> it's all part of my clever ruse. <laughs> right. Oh, my favorite day is the day after Halloween when you go buy the, all the candy for cheap. They've gotten smarter over the years, <laughs> though. You, go, you try and go the next day, and they're already like, yeah, we've changed out the displays. It's very disheartening. I don't know. What about you, No, Mike? but, but the, uh, the classic M&M's commercial with Santa, or you know, they, they get the exchange of, he does exist. They <laughs> do exist. Like, that's my, that's my Christmas candy tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's pretty good. I love... So do you do uh, that? Do you do that <laughs> the night before Christmas? Every time I see M&M's, I say, M&Ms they do exist. You wait for them to talk, and then you say, they I do see. exist. totally fair i love when you were watching they finally remastered them i think two years ago but for the longest time they didn't bother to remaster that commercial or the um we wish you a merry christmas hershey kiss commercial and i used to love when it would cut to that commercial from like a really modern movie like you'd be watching like x-men on fx or something but then it would cut to this commercial from the 90s and the quality gave you whiplash they finally they did re i know they redid the hershey's one i can't imagine they didn't redo the m&m's one as well because i don't remember noticing it but yeah for a few years there but that great. poor little that poor little hershey bar still gets tired Yes, it is coming. Or actually, by this I, when this comes out, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think or, I think our maybe, first week is Christmas week. Christmas? I we should have said ho 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 or something in, in uh, minute sixty one. <laughs> ah, that's sad. I said it this minute, but that does not count. I so have a time machine, folks. I'm sorry. We just uh, tell Jim to post it again next year. God. So, 2018, you're listening to this. Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> right. <laughs> or, Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Whatever you choose to celebrate. I hope everybody started out this new year well, and you're enjoying this podcast. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. I, I was telling Mike, uh, Mike how embarrassing it is when I hear things in minutes that I'm listening to now that other groups have done and they find something that I didn't uncover and like oh it was there somewhere I just missed it <laughs> yeah oh. there was there was one time where I was doing a cast listing and I was just I could not figure out who someone was I was getting really frustrated and then all of a sudden I was listening to an earlier minute I'm like ah oh, that's totally the same guy <laughs> so 
That's all right. But yeah, that's that's okay. We're all here to learn, right? <laughs> that's what movies are <laughs> yeah. minutes. Any, uh, anyone have anything else besides Candy Talk to? Uh... Oh. I think that's that's lights out on this. Minute. Or lights up as the headlights come over the rise. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I want to thank you, Thomas, for joining us for these couple of minutes. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I love this movie. And as people know, this is actually my second time guesting on this movie uh, because I love it so much and because I have so many wonderful (laughs) minute-by-minute podcast friends. It's important to make friends. Um, So if people want to hear more of you in the future, where should they be looking? Uh, Check out – keep following me on Twitter and Instagram at the Lives. Look for Fantasy 80s Movies Minutes coming up shortly. And keep an eye out for X Minutes. Uh, that's going to be with uh, my previous co-host on Die Hard, Steve Lasto. And he was also the host on Princess Bride Minute. And our friend Jerry O'Brien. All three of us are going to be talking to X-Men and really getting into it and enjoying nice. it, I think. So we have some, some good stuff coming up. I'm going to be a very, very busy <laughs> podcaster in 2018 uh, and I'm still just working on one but yeah it was really fun this past summer I was co-hosting the never-ending minute with you and return to Oz minute with Mike at the same time that was a little crazy but definitely 80s fantasy summer was had and it's they're both really great yep. if you're looking for the never-ending minute you can go to growlermedia.com and we're one of the podcasts featured there and Return to Oz Minute is, you'll never guess, returntoozminute.com. <laughs> oh, I guess I should mention, if you're going to be looking for Fantasy 80s Movies, uh, if you're going to be looking for Fantasy 80s Movies Minutes, you can check out growlermedia.com for information because we will be hosted nice. there as well. Yeah. And uh, let's see, Mike, do you have any, I know, I know, uh, I didn't say your favorite URL, but... <laughs> By the way, guys, go to weogtogpr.com. How do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) I know the magic words. I've been trained well by you guys. I love it. And if you're listening to this going, uh, 80s fantasy movies, not my style, you're still going to be covered by Movies by Minutes podcast. You go to moviesbyminute.com. It has everything, everything that is releasing or is finished. Um, so all the things we've mentioned will be there once they start releasing. And it has Star Wars Minute, which was the first one that kind of got this community going. And it should also have a listing and a link to DieHardMinute.com, which is the hub for this podcast. You can also follow on Twitter at DieHardMinute or on Facebook. It's called the Die Hard with a Podcast Listeners Limo. It's a group you can join to talk about all things Die Hard. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.